Hey, what's up? And welcome back to our Ghost Giving Thanks Garbage uh, month for November. And we're closing it out with a little uh, RGB again, some real Ghostbusters. I'm Joe. And I'm Sean. And uh, yeah, we're going to give it to you. Uh, we're, we're heading back to the animated series because <laughs> we got, we got, we got to tell you about this. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's it's our take two, we'll say. Yeah, take two, man. Um, so yeah, we we covered uh, Citizen Ghost at the beginning of the week, and then we had a little ripe reviews. We had our uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife review, and now uh, we're top. We're the coup de gras, if you will. Well. <laughs> I mean, I like this one, but I wouldn't go that far. Well, publicly, right? So this this one, this one, this mini show is going to drop in the uh, public feed. But we we have one more surprise for you coming for uh, Patreon because we still have that Ghostbusters 2016 commentary track coming at you. And again, I'll say it on every episode this month because it's been a crazy awesome month, and we were so happy to share it uh, with all of you. But we have Ghostbusters one and two live watch-alongs uh you can catch the replay on patreon for five or ten dollar tiers and it also nets you previous uh watch-alongs that we've done like the entirety of everything we've done the back catalog if you will and you get that ghostbusters 2016 commentary track so uh don't sleep on it there's some good stuff in there i i would have to agree get a little king kong in there some godzilla oh man a little jigsaw a little jigsaw you got some ghoulies you got cellar dweller scarecrows there's uh super mario brothers there's all kinds of shit in there yeah oh my god plus all those commentary tracks uh and and those minis too those uh i i'll I'll mention it again frank and turkey the steevil episode and the alf episode and uh like Joe said, these minis were on the main feed because we didn't have a regular episode this uh, month. And we felt like, hey, let's give you guys a little uh, RGB, some little uh, real Ghostbusters episodes. Oh, yeah, for sure. So uh, you heard us previously talk about uh, Citizen Ghost, which was actually episode 11 of season one. But today we're talking about Take Two which is season one, episode 10. So this one actually comes right before uh, Citizen Ghost. But it also has to do with the Ghostbusters movie. Right. And it's kind of interesting that these came out back to back, where it's like they're both covering stuff from the film, but they're also not like the debut episode, which maybe I kind of get that. Maybe people wouldn't have been as into that. But very interesting that both of these movies kind of attack the movie connections from different angles. I'm actually surprised that one of these episodes like weren't the the yeah the the pilot episode like right out of the gate like right the slimer one i would have thought citizen ghost is like a perfect pilot for me or or an episode two maybe even yeah i maybe episode two uh only because it's like it's that weird well go listen to that episode and you'll find out what it's about yeah (laughs) (laughs) but but for this one it's a it's this is the concept that we were talking about in that last episode where the real ghostbusters the cartoon is indeed, in fact, the quote-unquote real Ghostbusters, and the the uh, the films are the movies about the these characters. Like this is their own reality, wherein Ghostbusters the one and two of the movies are based on them, right? Yeah, and this uh, episode heavily leans into that. Oh, big time! I, th- this is the one that like de- kind of defines it, really. I mean, you get smatterings uh, through the episodes of like Vankman talking about it, or like snide comments, or whatever, or uh, you know, funny things like that. But this one leans into it heavy, where uh, the Ghostbusters go to California to. Uh, I don't know what, uh, advise? They're supposed to be like consultants. Yeah, advisors. Yeah, they're like consultants or advisors on the 1984 Ghostbusters movie, 
which is kind of funny. With, with a very interesting characterization, I'll say, of Ivan Reitman, which yeah. I know that's not what they're going for, but that's what it was in my head. Oh, 100%. And again, this one's written by Michael uh, Straczynski. Uh, I mentioned on the other episode about that Lifetime collection where you can get, you know, the the, the complete real Ghostbusters uh, seasons, the complete series. For the intro for this, he was just basically like, yeah, this this one's called Take Two and it's about the Ghostbusters and the movie or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Watch it and I'll see you later. And that's it. That's all he had to say about it. Fair enough. I don't think this is a particularly good episode i think it's fine uh especially like tying it like because there is ties to the 84 movie in terms of like you know it's like a jay and silent bob kind of deal with this episode where that where jay and silent bob go to hollywood to stop the movie of them being made kind of it's kind of like that kind of vibe or or jay and silent bob were kind of like the real ghostbusters well yeah there you go i'll say why i had mentioned in that previous minisode that i like this one a little better yeah uh i feel like this one feels more like a regular episode in the sense of like that in citizen ghost yeah they're fighting ghosts but it's more of that story of how they met slimer in this yeah the movie is kind of the focus of they're on the set and they're battling a ghost that's related to that but they're battling a ghost and they're kind of in their element and we even have an awesome scene right in the beginning while there's like this crowd of paparazzi waiting for them to get to the literal Ghostbusters like fucking airplane. Yeah, they took take them to California, yeah. Yeah, where they're where they're kind of which made me think of afterlife a little bit, honestly, where Winston's on, in, in the Ecto one kind of hanging out. He doesn't quite have the uh the, the seat that flips out, but he's hanging out the fucking window trying to catch a ghost while they're flying down Main Street. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And the whole time this guy who's like a rep- another reporter, like they have two reporter episodes back to back. And this guy's like, oh, they're going to show up soon. Oh, they're going to be here. <laughs> well, there's the thing, right? Like you just said, like that Citizen Ghost episode is more like a flashback kind of episode. Yeah. Whereas this one is real time, right? Exactly. I question mark because the movie's already been out for <laughs> three years, you know? Oh, well. Or two years, rather. But yeah, they take off in this plane and they go and they go and Janine's all pissed off and she answers the phone and she's like, yeah, Ghostbusters that went to L.A. to make their fucking movie. And they didn't take me with them. What do you want? Yeah, but well, Slimer gets in on the deal because he they're waving away to him as they fly by. They're late as hell to this flight, but they drive by to wave goodbye and Slimer does the uh, he, he gets on the Ecto-1 by pretending to be the no-ghost symbol, and, and Janine's like, yeah, you bastard. <laughs> I love when they get to the airport, and everybody's gone, right, because they're late. But there's that one fucking, like, guy in the chair with the Ghostbusters sign going, yay. That was fucking funny. And then the reporter's like, my career is over. Yeah. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, wait, I want an interview. And they're like, see, you gotta go. They just get on the fucking plane and leave. And then they're, well, they're on the plane, too. I love the Slimer stuff where they're like, wow, man, I can't believe there's no food on this flight wait a second wait who could eat all of these bags of peanuts without opening the bags oh slimer's on the fucking wing of the plane like the gremlin in twilight zone eating the fucking peanuts i'm waiting for shatner or john lithgow to start freaking out (laughs) i love credence so then yeah they get to the set and that's kind of where you start to get into this and now obviously the set it doesn't look anything like the movie it's just a generic movie set and it's just like the they have like a, a firehouse uh replica on the set and the and the guy i guess it's the producer showing him around he's like yeah and this is the the firehouse set and they're like wow it looks just like the real one there's a line when they look at the script oh yeah <laughs> Ackroyd, murray and ramus like ah who the hell are these guys? And it's like, uh, okay. Winston goes, what is that, a law firm? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because because Venkman's like, oh, we're not playing ourselves? Like, who are these guys playing us? Exactly. And I think at one point, even, they don't actually show their face, but I swear to God, that's Dan Aykroyd pulling up in that Rolls Royce. Oh, you think so? That would be, I, that's got to be a... It was either him or Murray, one or the other. It definitely was not Hal Ramis, put it that way. There's got to be a dig at somebody in that, right? Yeah, but the whole thing is like, it's not really focused on them making the movie or, or consulting on the movie uh, because there's like a kind of like Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure. There's like another movie being made at the same time, like this Godzilla-esque kind of film. It's like a sci-fi robot monster film. <sighs> With, like, a Dr. Frankenstein kind of character that Ray's, like, obsessed with? Well, that's a different set that they go to, but, like... Oh, okay. There's, like, four movies going on in this one, like, studio. Like, Hollywood lot. Because they accidentally, like, the people working on the film, like, open up this, like, trap door that's been shut for, like, 200 years. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're going to open up this trap door because we got to use it for the movie or whatever. And, of course, they release a ghost who's trying to sleep. This poor fucking ghost, man. He just wants to go to sleep. <laughs> right? <He's... laughs> Don't wake daddy. Did you ever play the game? <laughs> He's just a sleepy ghost, right? That's the plot of this. A sleepy ghost wakes up that doesn't want to be disturbed and just wants to go back to sleep. He just wants to go back to sleep in the ice. Yeah, just like Godzilla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing. Yeah, well, fucking A, yeah. He's down there with that uh, that noose hanging up, ready to hang himself. Yeah. <laughs> Blair's down there. That's what the ghost is, right? Uh, the ghost of fucking... Uh... Wilford Brimley? Yeah, Wilford Brimley's in the basement of this fucking uh, studio. I'm not an alien. I'm just, I'm just trying to sleep. I'm not a ghost. I just want to go to sleep. I think this idea works a lot better on paper than in execution. But I do like a lot of ideas in this. Like, I like how they uh, have their proton packs and they're asked to, you know, basically take them off because they're dangerous. And the, the people working on the movie accidentally switched them with the prop ones. Yeah, because they, like, almost destroy a set piece, like a, a $2 million set piece that's just this fucking robot by accident. Yeah, and you have this asshole director, which, I mean, I, it's not supposed to be Ivan Reitman, but that was just my narrative in my own head. That was the That's the MDU version, a really nasty Ivan Reitman. Maybe that's why Mike Trzynski didn't comment on it. He was like, yeah, I just watch the show okay bye yeah and this guy's like he is the definition of a uh, you know cigar smoking executive in director form oh totally just just screaming and yelling the whole time slimer's there for like a split second he like chases this carmen miranda character like trying to eat her fucking fruit off her head oh yeah forgot about that i'm surprised satan man didn't fucking show up at that point <laughs> But yeah, of course this ghost possesses the fucking robot and it like malforms it and makes it like more demonic looking. I'm kind of into it, but it again, this ghost isn't like doing anything except being like, I want to go to sleep. Shut up. And he's like hitting, you know, breaking parts of the set and like smashes a fucking car. Yeah, well, the Rolls Royce that I, again, I think that's either Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray's. They're not going to be happy. <laughs> and I, I do like the whole thing where they don't have the, the packs because they got taken away into storage. So they're just trying to figure out what the hell they can do and they're sneaking around and that's where you have a scene where ray and winston are in this like dr frankenstein kind of set and the the robot comes out of a trap door and attacks him yeah and like winston drops the pke meter yeah down this giant hole <laughs> we have like and then it comes up and like destroys the whole fucking set but then we have like the standoff the ghost, uh, Egon and, and Vankman find the packs, like, in a fucking, like, western set or some shit. Oh, Slimer's wearing a fucking cowboy hat, by the way, that killed me, rocking in a rocking chair. <laughs> that was pretty good. They find their packs, like, in a shed on this western set. Why they're there, I don't know. 
Uh, but they try to zap this fucking thing and it doesn't work. So Egon comes up with the plan to like talk to the ghost and he ends up talking like they find they figure out the ghost doesn't like noise. So he like talks to it with sign language. I thought that was cool. I thought it was kind of cool and like talks the ghost down and he's like, we just want to help you because like Ray is like talking to the Ghostbusters and he's like, this is what he's saying. He he's telling him that like. Uh, he just wants to help him, and he's going to help him go back to sleep. So all they had to do was have Egon talk him out of the robot into his, like, spectral form, and then they were just going to put him in a trap and then put him in the containment unit. And then this fucking director guy comes blaring in on this fucking, on his uh, golf cart. <laughs> And he's just screaming into, like, a megaphone and everything. <laughs> Get away from my robot! It's $2 million! Yeah. And it's, like, that classic thing, too, where, like, even Egon kind of, like, pantomimes. Like, all right, we just need to be absolutely quiet for five more seconds. And then he's, like, putting the fingers down. And it's, like, down to, like, two. And then this asshole fucking comes in and ruins it. I love how Egon's just like, ah, fuck it. And then they shoot the ghost <laughs> and trap it. But it, like, the robot gets totally destroyed in the process. Oh, man. If it... It, like, busts into a million pieces. And this it almost crushes the director. And, uh, I mean, that that's pretty much it. Then we go to, like, the premiere of the movie. And that fucking reporter's there again, like, waiting for the Ghostbusters to come. And, of course, they're, like, late. And, like, Ray's, like, oh, yeah, we just trapped four uh, free-floating vapors in, in this trap here. Here you go, kiddo. And uh, he's, like, oh, they did it to me again. They just walked right past me. And Vapor's, like, yeah, sorry, we're late. Bye. <laughs> And they're wearing, like, tuxedos. Yeah. <laughs> While they got the packs on. Yeah. Remember we were talking about that in the Ghostbusters 2 watch along? Like, why did, why we didn't get, like, action figures of them in, like, suits with the uh, with the packs on, the proton packs? Anyway. Right. Rather than always the different jumpsuits. I, I like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, But then I, I kind of love this where they go into the theater and the premiere and they're sitting there eating popcorn. You know, Slimer's going crazy eating popcorn. And then, uh, you know, Vankman makes a classic one-liner. He's like... Ah, oh, this guy looks nothing like me. <laughs> it, like, opens up with, like, the titles in the beginning. Like, the actual titles from, like, the 84 movie. Yeah, they're, like, stills. And the way that they did, they showed the they show the uh, uh, the door where it says, like, Vankman burn in hell, but they, like, blur it out so it doesn't say that. Well, no, what they do is they, like, clip it right where it says Vankman burn, and then it's just, like, cut right there, like, photoshopped or what have you. Yeah. Which I feel like that's what they did on that Disney version I've mentioned a couple times that, that I used to have on tape back in uh my childhood i i could have now that you mention it i could have i can swear that i've seen that cut where they like they cut all that kind of stuff out i yeah i mean again they they wanted it on tv it was uber popular but it was the disney channel and it was the early 90s so there wasn't you know it's not like today where they have like all the marvel movies and all this crap they just show what it whenever oh 100 percent um, I like, <laughs> I like when they, sh when they show that part and it's not like they couldn't get the rights to Bill Murray's voice. <laughs> of course. So it's Frank Welker doing an impersonation of Bill Murray and it's something like, okay, tell me what's on the back of these cards or whatever. Yeah. Well, and I think Bankman even makes another line like he doesn't even sound like me. Yeah. What, what is this? It doesn't even look like me or sound like me or whatever. Which obviously is a very meta joke because Bill Murray famously complained about the cartoon looking nothing like him. <laughs> but at the same time, wouldn't sign off on his likeness. So what did he expect? Well, and, and I think that just answers that question about the beginning where Mike Straczynski just didn't want to talk about it. And it was like, yeah, fuck you. Uh, fuck all of you. <laughs> and just wrote this episode like, yeah, as like a fuck you to everybody. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, that was always kind of like that thing, like w- with the characters in the show, where they they didn't look exactly like they're like the the characters in the movie. But you know, you just kind of rolled with it. I mean, I always appreciated Egon's design with the yellow hair. I thought it was just something different. I like it because again, they're the real Ghostbusters, not the Ghostbusters from the movie. It's like a, again, it's like a completely different universe. It, it, I, I the meta shit there is great. I, I I really am into it. Same. And then we get that, uh, we, we actually forgot to talk about this on the last one, the end theme, the, uh, the, the outro, which, uh, is, is a homage to the music video of the Ghostbusters theme song. Oh yeah, the Ray Parker dance when they're fucking jamming down the street. <laughs> yeah, with like the parade and they're, and they're dancing, which also, uh, makes me think of the video game for Sega Genesis, which, uh, there's also, just real quick, I, I should have mentioned this on the, on the Citizen Ghost also, you fight, uh, and one of the bosses is possessed, uh, two of the Ghostbusters. Oh. Uh, cause they, they don't have Winston in that game, it's a whole thing, but you, you could fight two versions of, like, whether you, if you pick Vankman, you gotta fight Ackroyd and, uh, Hal Ramis, and they kind of make me think of those spectral Ghostbusters in that episode. But also, at the end of that game, uh, just to bring it back around to what the, the outro of the cartoon, uh, when you beat the game, you have they have a little parade where your character kind of dances around while there's, like, people, you know, <laughs> cheering for you and confetti's flying everywhere. And then Slimer comes and fucking everybody slips on his goo. Of course, of course, naturally. <laughs> now that you mention that, though, when they talk about the script and they're like, uh, Ackroyd, Ramus, Murray, what is this, a law firm? It's Winston who delivers that line, and never once does he say Hudson. Yeah, I, I, still to this day, I do not understand how dirty, uh, you know, Winston's been treated. Even in the damn cartoon, he can't even mention the, the great Ernie Hudson. I, I, I just can't wrap my head around that one to this day. I don't know. Go listen to that Ghostbusters Afterlife Ripe review we did, because um, they've really... Uh, Brought Winston back. Yes. Uh, they, they, they've given him his dues, rather. Yeah. Uh, underrated character. I mean, I, I feel like uh, me and Joe have always been big on Winston. Yeah. I mean, all four of them are great, but I feel like people just don't give uh, Ernie Hudson his uh, due. And uh, you're right, Joe, they do in this new film. And they and they did in the cartoon, consistently. Oh, yeah, man. And, like, even... Uh... We talked about it before. I can't remember where we talked about it, but we talked about meeting Ernie Hudson. And um, we met him at uh, the... NJ Horrorcon. NJ Horrorcon in AC. And uh, he was super awesome. And he signed my poster. He wrote like... And I had him write, uh, I love Jesus' style and all that. That and, and what's funny about that is I didn't get my fucking picture taken with him because Rudy Real had pulled you and my wife out of line to talk to you about Movie Dumpster, and I turned around and nobody was there to take my picture with him. Oh, my God. That's a story for another day. When we get him back on the show, again, friend of the show, if you don't know him, uh, Rudy Real, back from our Shakes the Clown episode, and our uh, we, we did a little golf uh, yes. tournament with him and his uh, buddy Aaron from O Street Mini Golf a couple of years back on youtube uh we'll have to ask him about that because he built this giant slimer out of balloons yeah we're due for a rematch first of all and second of all that was our first encounter with him like that's when we met him uh for the first time he, he was honestly like uh i, I mean i don't want to go too deep into this because we've talked about it before but like he was the first fan that we met in person and, and granted he was someone that knew a friend of ours but it was still like kind of crazy at the time it was he recognized us, which was weird but yeah ernie hudson was is was just so fantastic. I mean, he's just a really sweet guy and, like, loves to talk to the fans. I was bullshitting with him uh, about Leviathan and Tales from the Crypt and stuff, and it was just, 
it was just a really good time, and he's a really good dude, and I'm glad that um, he got uh, the recognition he deserves in the, in the new film for sure. Me too. Did you did you talk to him though about Dragon Ball Evolution? His, his <laughs> award winning role in that film? I did not. Uh, I was trying to be nice to the man, not insult him. <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't do that to the guy either. Imagine handing him that. You know, my my goddamn uh, Keith David story would really go all. You know, it would be you know small potatoes compared to that if I handed him that DVD. Here, you want some of my Dragon Ball Evolution, Ernie? <laughs> Why would you even own a copy of that fucking movie, Jesus? Oh, I don't know. The thought popped in there, Joe. Oh man, just popped in there. Sorry, but so so yeah. Uh, so that it that that concludes our ghost given, folks. For thanks uh, for thanks garbage. We still got that uh, commentary track coming out. That Ghostbusters twenty sixteen over on that Patreon five or ten dollars tiers. Go check it out. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much for everything. All your support. Um, I We hope you enjoyed Ghostbusters 1 and 2 watch-alongs. We hope you enjoyed these minisodes and the and the ripe review of Ghostbusters Afterlife. We had a fucking blast this month. We got to wear uh, our Ghostbusters flight suits with our names on them. We got to live out a childhood dream this month. Um, it's been incredible. It's been a total uh, and utter pleasure to uh, hang and do all this cool shit for you and for ourselves, honestly. Kind of selfish a little bit but uh <laughs> well i hope everybody enjoyed it it seemed like everybody in those live streams uh, those watch alongs really had a good time too so i think uh it was the right choice absolutely and uh y'all know what's coming up trashing through the snows right on the horizon there so get those get those fucking jingle bells ready baby because we're gonna be shaking them soon <laughs> uh yeah Sure. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready yet, but it is quickly approaching. <laughs> it's only a couple weeks. So, yeah, as always, thanks for listening, and uh, we will catch you in December. If you want some more good, bad, and god-awful movie goodness, head over to moviedumpsterpodcast.com and follow us on all of your favorite social media and streaming platforms. You can also head on over to our Patreon page and sign up for the 2 5 or $10 tiers for monthly exclusive content, or drop by our merch store and grab yourself uh, some non-committal swag. Yeah, and for no money at all, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to support your favorite show. 